Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, RingCentral makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at RingCentral.com. RingCentral. Simpler communications. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Welcome back to another astounding episode of the Scoreboard Addicts Podcast. I'm Nick, and with me is Anthony the Rook. TJ's on vacation, so it's going to be just... Just the two of us. And it worked this time, and uh, it'll be Anthony and I reviewing a 2004 movie, Miracle, starring Kurt Russell, Noah Emmerich, and Eddie Cahill of Friends fame. And Sex and the City. Is he on Sex and the City? Yeah, my wife. I would have known that, except I've got these things that get in the way. They're called testicles. (laughs) That's mean. I don't get paid extra for being nice. Uh, my wife, <laughs> my wife loves Sex in the City, so she knows that he's in it. Good for her. That's awesome. <laughs> um, so, I'm gonna say I love this movie. This is one of my, what is it? One of my top favorite sport if movies. Anybody though. doesn't like this movie, they need to take themselves out back and give themselves a beating until they learn what it means to be an American. Seriously, this is like right. top patriotic. You know, just being. I don't know, just being American. It's just it's yeah. it just it has all those feelings that you get from watching it. It's amazing. Yeah. I love this movie. Absolutely. So quick synopsis. It's the true story of Herb Brooks, the player turned coach who led the 1980 U.S. Olympic hockey team to a victory over the seemingly invincible Soviet squad, copyright IMDB. Um 1980 Olympics, the Soviet Union at this point is not allowing players to play in the NHL. So there are no Soviets, AKA Russians in the NHL at the time. Um, but the Soviet Olympic hockey team is playing in the KHL and dominating for uh, at that point, 20 years, I believe. Uh, and yeah. they field the greatest team in Olympic history at that point. Uh, on the other side of the coin, the U.S. is fielding a bunch of college guys because at the time NHL guys couldn't play, and uh, and a bunch of college kids coming out of of Michigan and Boston and various other Minnesota uh, Minnesota college programs are coming out and they're playing for uh, for Herb Brooks, who's previously the Minnesota head coach, uh, yeah. made it to the Frozen Four the year before, um, and. Uh, they're, they're going to go up against the greatest hockey team in the world at the time, and, and that's where it lands us at the beginning of Miracle. Um, 
this is based on a true story. Yeah. A lot of it is very true. Some yeah, of it is uh, I would say more more so the the uh the interactions are are made up, not so much the situations and how they happened, just certain interactions between certain players. Yeah, they said and most of tell us about, about some of that. Yeah, they said most of the scenes, like interactions or things that occurred, is like pretty accurate. Like uh I'm trying to think, I think it was the the they call uh according to the the um the filming. They called it the Her, Her, Herbie's Day. Uh, was the was the him skating? He had all the kids kids come out. They all they got the tie against Norway, and they were just skating back and forth. Um, they, that actually happened. He was pissed off. They're about basically doing suicides. Basically doing suicides all night long. Um, and they were he had them doing it. And the cool the cool part about the filming of this was that they actually did that to the to the actual actors. So a lot of the actors in this movie are are guys who were picked. Similar to how the program, and I think we spoke about this with the program we reviewed that movie, was that a lot of the actors were picked not because of their acting skills, but because of their um, athletic ability skills. Yeah, so because they want the authenticity of these players who are playing hockey. So a lot of them are hockey players. So that night, or they had actually three days of filming, they did 12 hours of, of filming that scene for three straight days. And they just did skates, the suicides back and forth, back and forth, back and forth to get that authentic exhaustion of those players. Cause look, look, think about it back in the Olympics there, they're training constantly. They're, they're preparing, they've got games to play. They're practicing. These kids are exhausted. And after a game against Norway, it was a three, three game. And her Brooks had them doing suicides basically on the ice all night long um, to get them. And that scene's always great. Uh, that's in the middle. It's kind of like the middle of the movie when they're trying to get, he's trying to get these players to gel. He's basically just making it seem like they all hate me. They all get together and they'll, you know, they'll they'll be a, a cohesive unit basically. And at that point, it was when Marco Rizzioni, the you know, throughout the movie, they Mike, always said, "Was that Michael Rizzioni?" Michael Rizzioni. I don't know. What I said Mark, but Michael Rizzioni. Throughout the movie, they've always they kept doing the scene where they kept saying, oh, "Where do you play? Where do you play? University of Boston, University of Minnesota. Where do you belong?" And then finally, at that scene, he's like, "Where are you from?" And he's like, "United States of America." And no, like, so so. Hold on, you gotta give the whole story though, Rook. I know, but I'm just that's what the scene the, 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 the beginning of the movie starts with all these college players trying out for the team. Yes, a lot of the players played for the University of Boston or the Boston or whatever, and, and the University of Minnesota, who had they, just played each other in the finals of the frozen four the year before. Yes, and and obviously. Just like any hockey game that there's competition and there's rivalry, obviously there's going to be situations where you lose and or win and uh, and you blame the opponent for something that they did that you see as a grievous uh, affront to you and your team. So you lost and it's because you hooked me, you son of a bitch, you know. Uh, yeah. It wasn't a hook, you're just a punk, you know. And, and they're carrying over that animosity into the Olympics. Um, that all being said, none of them sit there and acknowledge the fact to this point that they don't play for the university of Boston or the university of Minnesota, or the university of Michigan or whatever school they previously went to. They now represent their country as fellow Americans. And that's the whole emphasis or emphasis, if you will, on the entire scene of who do you play for? Yeah. And the question throughout the movie that Herb asks them is, 
who do you play for? And they continuously tell him, I play here at the U with you, yeah. University of Boston. And, and, and they're not letting go of their old ties. And then finally, Herb and his assistant, uh, excuse me, his assistant, Craig Patrick, smoked the dog shit out of these guys to the point where Michael Ruzioni, who ends up being captain of the U.S. Olympic team, yep. says his name out loud, to which Herb replies, who do you play for? I just got chills. <laughs> and Mike replies, the United States of America. In yes. the, the great one of the greatest lines in movie cinema history. I love that. I love that. Who yeah. do you play for? The United States of America. Please stop yeah. smoking the dog shit out of us. <laughs> yeah, that one. Yeah, that's that is one of those scenes that you get you get chills from it. Um, just what these guys are going through and to finally get that recognition of we play for our country now. There's no there's no teams, there's nothing. We're playing for the United States, we're trying to win the uh, you know gold medal. Um, so I start from I mean, it's, it's not for us, it's for everyone, yeah, the United exactly. States of America, exactly. It's not, and then that, that game, obviously, with the end, you know, everyone was tuning in, you know, back in 1980. That's one of the you know big events that was going on. But starting from the goodness movie is obviously the hiring of Herb Brooks. They do, you know, they're picking the teams, they're trying to get players to come in. Uh, uh, then they have the you know, the training, and they finally cuts the team down, he's got cut roster spots. Um, but you know, throughout the movie, there's, there's so many great, like great quotes like that one, United States of America. I mean, Herb Brooks, a uh, Kurt Russell in this movie was just incredible. I mean, he, well, what's, the, what's the greatest quote of the, of the movie? I do like that one. I'm trying I feel like I have another one. I, I feel like you might know it. I just, I can't, I, I can't remember right now. What Why is, is the movie called miracle? Oh, you're talking about Al Michaels. Do Al Michaels. Do you believe in miracles? Yes, of course. I didn't think when I was saying quote, I meant like actors saying it. Well, they point. say it in the movie. They do say it in the movie, yeah. But I meant like, I, yeah, that is obviously one of the all-time sports calls. It, it's 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 like, uh, go crazy, folks. Go crazy. Yeah, It's up there. Yeah. It, Touch them all, there. Joe Carter. You know, it's all it's up there. Touch them all. <laughs> Touch them all. Yeah. Yes. yes. I mean, it's up there. But yeah, I mean, start from the beginning of the movie where, you know, introducing these characters, um, like, you know, uh, there's just so much that goes on. Um, me and all of them, you know, Jim Craig is the goalie. Um, who played by, played, played by Eddie, Eddie Cahill. Cahill. Plays yeah. Tag, no last tag name. From Friends. On yeah. Friends. I mean, you know, that performance is really good. But I'm sorry, I was, I was talking before about Herb Brooks, uh, Kurt Russell playing Herb Brooks. He, like, really went to get into the character. He did. He had to the point where he had all the people, I think, during the entire filming. They all called each other by their act. I'm sorry, the, the name that they were playing. Who they That's were called portraying. method. Yeah, the method. I have method acting. <clears throat> they all call him Herb. They call each other Mike Ruzioni. You know, they use these actual names of who they were portraying as opposed to using, you know, their actual names. So it was. It's interesting that was how how deep they went to prepare for this role and uh, to get ready for it. So I mean, it's just it's from beginning to end. There's just so many great scenes. It's, you know, all these actors are not. They're not all popular actors. They weren't, you know, known. No, they're not. Beforehand. Not, not only, only, only. Listen, when I when I reeled off who was in the movie, I reeled off the three faces I knew. Yeah, yeah. And the, and the three faces I knew when I when I said it were Kurt Russell, Noah Emmerich, who the name you may not know, but the face you definitely do yeah. know. He's from um, and Eddie Truman Show. Yes, yeah. he plays he plays Truman's best friend on the Truman best friend. Show. Yeah, he's the assistant coach, and then Eddie Cahill, who's from Friends. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is, I mean, it's still a great movie. The Well, there was one scene before that that I do like um, is when they bring in the extra player, Her Brooks bringing the extra player. I was in. just thinking the same thing. And, and then they all get together and talk about, you know. And he's a great player. He is. Yeah, he's a great player. But they're like, he's going to help us win a gold medal. And they got to confront Herb and say, you know, we're not we're about a winning a gold medal. Yeah. Like we're a family here. We have a good team. We don't really need him. But so interesting point about that scene is that's the first scene that Kurt Russell had with all those actors. So the reason why they did it, the, the director did it. I can't remember his name right now, but the director did it because all the actors coming in, like I said, they're well, they're not. They're the director is Gavin O'Connor. Gavin O'Connor. Yes. He did this purposely because he knew the actors were very nervous to be around Kurt Russell, knowing Kurt Russell's history of like being an actor, being in Hollywood. He, he's, he was, well, he was both the most well-known actor in this movie. So they all were intimidated by him. So they wanted it to feel that actual feel of, of those players, the way they were intimidated by her Brooks to have that same interaction where they were scared to talk to him, but they wanted to confront them and they had to confront them about this. So it's, it's, it's true to how the players felt with her Brooks to get that same feeling when you have a great actor like Kurt Russell comes in with these young actors who are pretty much unknowns. Yeah. Uh, and um, that scene is, is, is good. And, and the, the lead up to it where he, they're telling him basically, I'm afraid I don't want to lose my spot. And it, it's a whole thing. Like, so you're afraid to lose your spot. Yeah. I'm afraid. I don't want to lose my spot. I worked hard for my spot. Uh, that scene right there, and he goes, "Well, why should I keep? Why shouldn't I bring this guy on? He's going to win me a gold medal. Why shouldn't I bring him on?" And they, because we're a family. And to this day, I've seen this movie a few times. I don't know if that was the answer he was looking for, or if that was the answer that took him aback. Yeah, we're we're like, is he leading them to water, or is he truly challenging them, mm. looking for a a good answer? And they throw that answer, and he's just like, "Wow, you got me, kid." Yeah, I, I don't have because because Kurt Russell's response doesn't lend itself to dis- decide like what. As you, as the viewer, you don't get to sit there and kind of be in on his mindset where he's like, where you're like, "Oh, he's trying to make them say they're a family," or yeah. I, I still don't know. Was that the answer he was looking for, or was that just the answer they gave? And he was like, "Wow, you got me, kid." That was a great answer. Yeah, I think it's I think it's the latter. I agree with you there. I think I don't think he was looking for them to say they were a family, but I think he wanted them to show that they were a cohesive unit. And the fact yeah. that they said the word family was like, well, that's more than just teammates. Like these people really, these guys really care for each other. And this is what you know, me bringing this guy in disrupts that unity and that chemistry we have on the ice. That I, I can't bring him no matter how great of a player he is, he won't have that chemistry. He's going to disrupt it, and we might actually lose a gold medal because of that guy. So um, another scene I did enjoy was with Nathan West, who's also in Fired Up. Uh, I'm sorry, not uh, is he in Fired Up? He's not in Fired Up. Excuse me. He's in Bring It On. Okay. Yes. Uh, and he plays he plays Rob McClanahan in yeah. the movie. Uh, he gets a bad uh, bruise on his knee, and he's in pain. Herb checks with the doc and doc says he's fine. He can't hurt himself any worse, but it's going to be really painful to play. And Herb challenges him in the, in the locker room and says like, yes, you know, basically stop being a little bitch. And Rob stands up and he goes, you want me to skate on one leg? Then I'll skate on one leg. And I was like, wow, that's a great like hockey scene. Like, yeah, I well, could I like, see that happening. Yeah. Like when he leaves the, the, the locker room, he says to the, uh, the assistant coach, it's like, he's like, 
Uh, I think they asked him before he went in, he goes, do you want me to fire them up? And he's like, I think they're pretty fired up now. Like when he leaves that, that, that locker yeah. room, that, that's a good scene too. I yeah, did really was, enjoy the dynamic between uh, Craig and, and, uh, Herb. and Herb. I, th- I, th- yeah. I thought they were a great yin and yang. Yeah. And I think cause Herb was the hard ass and they, it yes. was funny because I think there's a scene where Craig asked doc, cause doc was familiar with Herb at Minnesota. And he says, right. is he always this hard on his players? And Doc's like, I've never seen Herb act this way before. And 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 Craig was kind of like taken aback by it by saying, like, you know, he's riding these kids too hard. They're taking it easy on them. Kind of being the uh, you know, I guess being that like mama kind of you know to, the, to his like brutal, like, you know, well, I guess good cop, bad cop. He wolf. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Taking um, care of the cubs. Yeah, absolutely. Uh I love the dynamic between them. I felt all the actors had a very good uh, back and forth, even even the animosity in the beginning felt very real between yeah. OC and McClanahan. Oh yeah, yeah uh, definitely. Where they're real. getting into scraps uh, on the ice. Yeah, and then uh, uh, from there, obviously, we so let's move towards the Olympics, leading up to the big game. Um, you know, Team USA is rolling, and this is one of the scenes I like as well with Kurt Russell uh, playing Herb Brooks. Is when someone asked him, you know, none of the players were able to were had media availability. He didn't let any of them speak. Uh, to the media, and they have them. They keep showing all these press conferences. It's kind of like a montage. Them playing well, them winning. Um, you know, coming from behind. A lot of the victories at the Olympics was come from behind victories. So they kept showing those quick little clips of it. And they, one of the reporters says, you know, I think are we. It's rumored to be that you know you're just taking away the the that we want the attention on yourself as opposed yeah. to the players. And Herb Brooks is like that's not true. And then the very next press conference is that he sends Craig out there the assistant coach to take questions and they're like, well, what was Herb today? And he's like, well, Herb's not available today. Just to show that like Herb was like, this isn't about me. This isn't about the players. This is about something bigger than that. So if you want to challenge me to say, I'm, I want the attention, I'm not going to show up for your media availability. So I thought that was, that was another good, you know, teaching moment by, or, you know, just one of those prideful moments, not, not prideful, but humble moments by, by uh, Herb Brooks throughout the. Story. So is that true though? Did that actually happen? I don't know. I didn't, I didn't. I didn't go through. I. I didn't do my reality. My website I was like a reality versus uh, real history versus real history, which is right. Real R E E L history, and then the R E A L history. So, I didn't. I didn't look that up to see whether or not that was true. Um, but yeah, it would be interesting if it was. Um, but you know, going into this, to this game, so everyone always the miss conception about this is that everyone always thinks the the game against the Soviet Union is the gold medal game. But it wasn't. It was a semis to get to the gold medal game. And, uh, you know, they showed previously, they played them I think 13 days earlier at the Garden and the U.S. got walloped. Uh, it, was, it wasn't even close. It was an embarrassment. Um, and obviously a lot needed to be done. So one of the things I liked about this film, the way the director does this is like one of these bookend moments is that when you see them in Madison Square Garden against the, uh, during the face-off, the player who's going to be the face-off against the Soviet Union player, he comes in, he's coming towards him, and instead of keeping an eye on him, you kind of see that he's intimidated. He kind of looks back at his other players instead of staring him down. So now when you go to the game, semifinals game, he, now they have the confidence. They've been winning. They have that chemistry rolling, and the Soviet Union player comes towards him, and instead of breaking – stare and looking at his teammate he actually keeps the stare onto the soviet union player kind of one of those moments to show that like the confidence changed 
from 13 days earlier to the semifinals and they finally played Soviet Union again, which is a pretty good director moment right there. Um, one of the things talk about uh, reality versus fiction is the the uh, the players actually watched the movie and they thought that it was pretty true. The only part that wasn't true is uh, there's certain scenes where it kind of shows Herb interacting with the team at, on a friendly capacity. There's a Christmas party that they yeah. all go to and the, and and ultimately they said, yeah, we respected her, but I can't really say that we liked him too much. Yeah. <laughs> he was not friendly by any stretch of the imagination. But again, that's that drill sergeant mentality that I'm going to unify this team by making them hate one singular person. I mean, we do that in my in my world too. The drill sergeant treats you all like trash so that you all hate him instead of hating each other. Yeah. Um yeah, definitely. So, uh, so that, that I could see that being like a true thing. Like they, they try to make her books a little bit more, um, a little bit more likable than he, he probably was in real life. Uh, yeah. So that, that's, that's, that's what was going on with her Brooks. Uh, one mm-hmm. of the things I would like to know, talk about reality versus fiction, the actor that plays, uh, Jack O'Callaghan, his name is Michael uh, excuse me, I'm probably going to mess this name up. Michael Mantenuto actually uh, quit acting after this movie and he joined the United States Army Special Forces and served in Afghanistan and Iraq. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Sergeant Mantenuto, Ma- excuse me, Mantenuto took his life um, recent, uh, within the last few years uh, and he's no longer with us, but he did go on. Uh, you know, Obviously, you, know, you look at movies and you see certain actors and you go, that guy never did anything again. He never did anything in acting again. This guy definitely did something again. Oh, yeah. Uh, and the sad part about it is he was a part of a lot of, like, veterans outreach programs to stop suicide. And <clears throat> it just didn't work for him. But he did serve in the United States Army Special Forces. He wasn't a bum soldier like me just taking up space. He was a, a big deal. Um, and uh, I thank him for his service. And may he rest in Valhalla. Yeah. I mean, rest in peace. I mean, that's, that's an incredible story. But since we're talking about him, so during the audition process, they had, you know, uh, you know, Sergeant, what, how do you pronounce it? Matanudo? Matanudo. Matanudo. Uh, he, so he actually got into a fight with another player while auditioning. And he was like apologizing to the director, Gavin. And uh, it was uh, Gavin O'Connor. And he's like, I'm so sorry. And they're like, no, no, that's actually really good. We liked it. You had that fight into you. Uh, and then actually won him the role of Jack, o, o, Jack O'Callaghan because they said, he was defenseman and he was dubbed as one of the first guys drop his gloves to get into a fight. So they were like, we like that fight attitude that you had there. And he also has that very powerful scene as well when he's hurt. Uh, and they're like, am I going to go home, Herb? Are they sending me home? Because they had they to make a roster. There's only 20 roster spots and this guy's hurt. Like he might not play for two or three weeks. And he has that. He's like, I'm not cutting you. And he has that scene, just him alone, screaming, cheering. And that's, that's a powerful scene as well. And then, he eventually does get to play in the semifinals game uh, to make a difference there as well. So that's uh, that's another good good scene. Uh, with, he actually with, played uh, hockey at the University of Maine, and he is from New England. He's from Massachusetts. So his accent is authentic. He does know how to play hockey because he played hockey in college. Yeah. Um, so uh, and he, he actually uh, he transferred from the University of Maine to the University of Massachusetts at Boston. So mm. he played at UMass. So yeah. – uh, Definitely had experience, as did all the actors in this. They all had experience playing hockey, and that's how they got those jobs. 
which is good because it looked it looked legitimate. Yeah. And, yeah. and uh, honestly, they're not the focal point. Her, her Brooks is. Yeah, they're not. And the I have two more points about the actors they chose. So one of them is Billy Schneider, who was who portrayed Buzz Schneider, who is Buzz Schneider's son. And they actually, when they casted him, they didn't actually did not know that he was Buzz Schneider's son to play his, his father, basically. So he gets the role, and they didn't even know that it was him until afterwards that it was, uh, you know, he's son playing father. And the other thing about this, you were saying about authenticity of having these actors who are, you know, athletic was the, uh, was Eddie Cahill. Um, so he's one of the ones that never played hockey, but he actually had history as a lacrosse goalie. Um, and that's why they said he was able to move a little bit. Uh, but most of his scenes were actually stunt doubles. Uh, they had a, an Edmonton Oiler, yeah, with the mask, which is easier because he's a goalie. Uh, an old Edmonton Oiler uh, goalie uh, played the part whenever he was on the ice. So he fell a lot. Yeah, I always feel like he was like really diving for every puck. A lot, a lot. Uh, like I watch hockey regularly. I don't see goalies go sideways that often. Is that like an old school thing now? I think it is. Has yeah, to be, right? I think it is. Yeah. But I can't say I didn't watch hockey in the 70s and 80s. I it's wasn't true. Born. Neither have I. But getting to, that, getting to the semifinals game, um, as we said it before, one of the iconic quotes in sports history. Al Michaels, do you believe in miracles? Yes, yes. Uh, that is, uh, you know, that leads to the win. I mean, it's a it's a big, huge sports moment. Um, you know, the players are on the ice celebrating. So the fun thing about that is that they actually hired Al Michaels to recreate all the commentary except for that iconic line, basically. That, that was actually footage of the actual game. Yeah, it was actually footage of the actual game, and they actually just kept the original – uh, audio from whatever you call because they were they were afraid now michaels wouldn't be able to give the same um you know reaction well, it's, it's the john sterling thing right the first time he said yankees win oh yankees win that was yeah. true emotion at this point it's just pure stupidity because it just <laughs> sounds so boring and forced and like how you can, can you really do it 90 times a year yeah, I know. He does First time, like, imagine Al Michaels every time he watched any sporting event was like, "Do you believe in miracles?" Like, yeah, come on. It's, I know. The one, one time was strong. Every time is like, ah, eh. yeah, and that's that's obviously what they did with that too. So, and there's that scene called like Gavin O'Connor keeping it, keeping it with the original. Yeah, Keep because even that. the original call, he's not going crazy. It's very matter of fact. Do you believe in miracles? Yeah, it doesn't sound like. Oh my God, he's not doing the the rocket is in the bosses both. Yeah, it's it's not that. It's just, do you believe in miracles? It was it was perfect for that, at, like at that moment. I mean, that's a huge moment for the United States to win that game. It's it's also not a gold medal game. It's also not a gold medal game, but it was just the U.S. versus Soviet Union, huge underdogs. Oh, I I concur. I agree with you on it's, that. I'm just saying is. The reaction toward the achievement versus his reaction. And sometimes these announcers, when they get into a moment like that, their their call becomes either too big for the moment. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? Like they get they try to do a little too much. Like it was just perfect. Like it wasn't it was. Would we be talking about it today if they would have lost the next round? I don't know. I don't think you do. I don't I don't I think mean, you do, right? I, I think you, you gotta finish it. it. You gotta you finish it. But it's not, it's, it's almost a footnote. 
it's like the it's like the Dolphins. They're undefeated and they won the Super Bowl. The Patriots are not, and we don't talk about that. We only talk about the fact yeah. that they lost. Yeah, we yeah, that's true. I mean, it's it would almost be a footnote. It'd be like, yeah, we defeated the Soviet Union, but we didn't win the gold. We got a silver medal. Uh, and the United States is, no has not won a gold medal place. since. But listen, the, the plaque for second place is down by the ladies' room. But yeah, I was going to say that scene where Herb Brooks, the, the entire team celebrating, everyone's going nuts, and he leaves the ice immediately, and he's in the back room, and he's celebrating. He's pumping his fist. And like that, I think that was actually one of the true parts of this movie was that that's what he did. He didn't celebrate the team. I mean, obviously he was super excited about winning that game, but he didn't show his emotion on the ice. He did it by himself, you know, in the hallways underneath the, uh, you know, underneath the stadium. So that's a good, you know, another big moment there. I mean, there's just so many moments in this movie that gives you chills when you watch it. You know, the, no. the United States of America, the, you know, the scene with, uh, you know, Jack O'Callaghan, um, then you have Eddie Cahill looking for his Eddie Cahill, not I'm sorry, Jim Craig looking for his father in the, you know, in the audience. Um, it's just there's so much about this movie. There's every little detail and every story. It just the fact that it's so true to what actually occurred just makes it that much better. I guess we'll do a ratings now. I'll, yeah. I'll give it three and three quarter stars. I'm fuck it. I'm giving it four stars. Four stars. Fine holiday fun. I loved it. Uh, it hits all the brackets for me. It's got a drama to it. There's some friendly funniness to it. Not really like laugh out loud funny, but like, haha, that was cute, kind of funny. Um, it gets my patriotism boiling, you know, like these colors don't run. Yeah. And uh, and it reminds me of, of you know, that come together to togetherness that we all need all the time. Four stars. I love this movie. So yeah, I think my only other four star rating so far has been Feel the Dreams. I love Feel the Dreams. I'm wearing a, the shirt right now. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm gonna have to go. I think I'm gonna go four stars as well. Um, There's nothing about the movie I don't like. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give it four stars. And like the the fact that it was true to the story, true to the depiction of what happened, uh, and you know, to everything Gavin O'Connor's director did to make those things happen and follow that true story is just incredible so i'm gonna i'm gonna give it four stars uh i think that's all we have to say about the uh the, the movie miracle 2004 movie about the miracle on ice 1980 olympic team uh from the u.s starring kurt russell noah emmerich and eddie cahill for all of you joining us we want to thank you for your time and we'll see you again next week stay rock mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing chumba casino this year i was only playing for fun so winning this was a dream come true chumba casino is america's number one social casino experience it's serious fun with over 80 casino style games to choose from you too could win life-changing amounts of cash be like mary log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a whirl that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary void or prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details the voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner 